House Speaker Pelosi will finally move to transmit the impeachment articles next week to the Senate. Uh, guys, this has got me so freaking heated today. I welcome you first to the program. Welcome to the Simple Answers Podcast. My name is Mike Turk, and uh, Ed, Gerard will not be with us. He'll be joining us next week. Uh, as today is Friday, we're not doing a Saturday and Sunday show, but we will be back on Monday. And guys, I just have to say the first thing is I am so freaking heated for today. This whole impeachment farce hoax whatever you want to call it, scam, bullshit. I've had it. 95% of the American people have had it with this. Nancy Pelosi voted on impeachment December 18th of 2018. It is now January 10th of 2020. Almost a month. She's been holding on to these goddamn articles, sitting there. Now, I will admit, they did go on break. For like three weeks. Okay, cool. Why didn't you send them beforehand? Why didn't you send them the exact date you were back? January 7th. But no. No, no, no. No, now she's sitting there and she's going to say, Oh, we're going to take steps to, to maybe send them to you next week. This whole apparatus of the impeachment trial against President Donald J. Trump has been total sham since the beginning when hashtag dipshift was in his little Faraday cage buried in his fucking bunker sitting there not allowing Republicans in not allowing testimony from certain people only allowing certain testimony from other people this whole thing has been a sham. And if you don't see that, left, right, independent, libertarian, conservative, whatever. You might as well bury your head deeper in the sand until you suffocate. Because apparently you're not intelligent enough to see the writing on the wall. This is unbelievable. So before I keep going on my tirade, I need to break. I need to just calm the nerves, zen the, zen it to House Speaker Pelosi here. And I need to get some housekeeping out of the way. <laughs> um, guys, if you didn't notice on, uh, on the Facebook page earlier in the week, uh, facebook.com slash 1787 media network. I have a huge announcement that we are now, uh, streaming all of our, um, I can't really say streaming, but all of the podcasts will now be available on uh, iHeartRadio. Uh, the link is in the description of the podcasts. Um, on anchor.fm slash simple answers podcast as well as uh if you're watching on the youtube it'll be in the description below and um i think that is an amazing move uh we finally had uh the following and the ability to get with iHeartRadio, and i and i appreciate the partnership and it's just it's absolutely fantastic that they finally picked us up in in believing that we are good enough to be on their platform so thank you to iHeartRadio, and i hope you guys go and support them they're fantastic i listen to iHeartRadio all the time um lots of lots of people have been supporting us on itunes and spotify and anchor and uh i just 
thank you thank you thank you for all of the great support uh we've had a ton of people join uh and like the facebook page in the past two weeks i hope that you guys continue to spread our word and grow this grow this network and this podcast the only way to do it is go to your favorite podcast site hit the follow button rate it um you know tell people what you really think of it listen to all of the uh um all of the podcasts that will get us higher in the higher in the search bars higher in the ratings and more people will be able to see our message and it's up to you guys to share all of this information share the links be like hey guys i found a new podcast they're great gerard and uh mike really sit there and they they tackle the hard topics they do this they do that they're entertaining to listen to they're entertaining to watch and share that with your friends your family your facebook pages and you know it's it's the war of information the more we share the more that uh, we can fight the liberal democrats and the socialists and communists in this country and take our country back in uh, in the right direction so now that that's out of the way all right the first thing that uh that i need to talk about is just how much of an absolute scam this impeachment really is okay if you look back at all of the impeachments now there's only been three in the history of our great nation there have been three impeachments andrew johnson bill clinton and donald trump now granted 99 you know 100% of us cannot remember Andrew Johnson but even even Andrew Johnson's impeachment was kind of odd okay Andrew Johnson's impeachment happened um in February February 24th of 1868 just after the end of the civil war uh quick history lesson here end of the civil war andrew johnson was a democrat senator uh from tennessee and he was the only senator that stayed uh loyal to the union and in the senate during the civil war uh he was um uh lincoln president lincoln before making him vice president um in the in the second term ended up making him a um uh a governor like a uh a military governor of Tennessee and um and then ultimately he was elected under uh Lincoln's second term to the vice presidency of the union and um we all know the story Lincoln gets shot he gets sworn in civil war ends reconstruction starts and due to him being a southern uh democrat and uh you know yes he was loyal to the union during the um during the age of the civil war he was he was very lenient during reconstruction all right he um he gave uh almost full total amnesty to ex-confederates he created a program of rapid uh uh, restoration of u.s uh, state status for this uh, seceded states and he also approved of um local southern uh, like the local southern governments run by democrats at the time we can't forget that to legislate black codes which you know were just uh 
laws that made it harder for black and uh, freed slaves to get employment, create jobs, work here. It was it was a way for the government to keep them exactly where they had been as slaves without actually calling them slaves. And the Republican-dominated Congress at the time hated this. They wanted to bash the South, cripple the South. How dare you, South, you know, go against the, the Union? And again, remember, Gerard and I might be unpopular, but we always say a war of Northern aggression. Here it is again in Congress with the Republicans at the time who were anti, you know, anti-slave at this time trying to pass certain uh, amendments to the Constitution to to fulfill um, you know, anti-slavery and, and this, that, the other thing. Now you have a, a Southern Democrat going, oh, it's okay. You know, it's okay. Uh, and and the, 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 the Congress at the time thought that he was going to uh, start ripping people out of the administration, that he didn't, that didn't agree with this um, uh, lenient strategy of reconstruction. So in March of 1867, the, the Congress passed the Tenure of Office Act, uh, which ended up uh, Andrew Johnson vetoed, which then Congress uh, passed anyway. And uh, more or less, this was uh, a way for se- the, the Senate to oversee the removal of people appointed by the Senate. So uh, if Andrew Johnson wanted to fire somebody like uh, cabinet secretaries or or the, you know, the whoever uh, of a cabinet secretary, they would have to he would have to have congressional approval to be able to to fire them. So he tries to remove uh, Secretary of War Edward Stanton because Edward Stanton was a nutcase when it came to uh, the war and reconstruction, he was a radical Republican, uh, again, wanted to just cripple the South and burn it to the ground for what they'd done. So he's like, I need you out. I'm going to put in Grant. I'm going to put in Ulysses S. Grant and uh, see you later. Goodbye. Well, Congress didn't like this. He tried again with a different person other than Grant. Again, didn't like it from Congress. So they said, we are going to now impeach you. And they passed it pretty much on party lines. Um, February 24th of 1860. I think he had 11 different articles brought up on him. But you, it shows how fundamentally political impeachment is. Okay, if you don't like your opponent, yeah, you just impeach him. You know, um, the Republicans did it in um, with now. Bill Clinton was a little different story. Um, he. He was impeached, yes, by Republican-controlled Congress, but Democrats also voted to impeach him. It wasn't party-line type of vote. Um, and now you get to now you get to Donald Trump, okay? And this guy, literally, two days after he won the presidency, you had all sorts of different Democrats going, impeach him, impeach him. We have to impeach him. Impeach 45, get in their faces, impeach 45. Two days. He didn't even, he didn't even, the ink on the, the paper that said he won wasn't even dry yet. 
and they're already screaming for impeachment. He hasn't done anything yet. Oh, but now here, here they are going, oh, well, uh, you had Russian collusion. You won via Russian collusion. Yep, Russian collusion, Russian collusion. You, and then Russian collusion, they, they spent three years on Russian collusion trying to sit there and going, yep, there was Russian collusion. Uh, there were, there was, there, we, 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 we didn't really find any Russian collusion. So uh, uh, Stormy Daniels, uh, yeah, uh, sexual harassment. Uh, he raped Stormy Daniels, right? Uh, uh, well. Well, well, that didn't pan out. So, uh, let's let, let, Russian collusion. Yeah, it was it was something with the Russians, right? Um, yeah, and uh, the dossier and uh, Mueller's investigation. Yep. Well, well, now we're gonna start up Mueller's investigation. And uh, oh, well, you know, two later, two years later, uh, they uh, well, that didn't pan out. So, uh, uh Nadi, yeah, Aronati comes forward and goes, yeah, he did something bad, and we're gonna impeach him on that. And uh, oh, yep. Uh, Cool. Okay. Uh, well, oh, that didn't pan out because there was no evidence on that one. So uh, uh, now this uh, new new uh, president of Ukraine comes along and and Trump, uh, you know, activates his congressional duty or you know. Uh, constitutional duty by by re- rooting out corruption in a previous agent you know administration and uh, via law remember the Ukrainian um, uh, treaty that President Bill Clinton signed into law in 1998 that allowed him to make that phone call and ask for the Ukraine to investigate corruption in the American, uh, you know, political system, not against an opponent, but against the American political system. That was legal. If you don't know it, go back in the history of this podcast and listen to episodes, I think, 25, 26, or 24, 25, and 26. We explain the entire Ukraine thing. So then that doesn't pan out because again, he had legal authority to do it. But instead on December 18th, the Congress and the house of representatives goes again and charges Donald J. Trump with two articles impeachment. The first article charges him with abuse of power for pressuring Ukraine to assist him in his re-election campaign by damaging Democratic rivals. That's bullshit. First off, that's absolute bullshit in two ways. First off, he never pressured anything. He asked him, hey, can you do this for us? He should have name dropped the treaty right then and there, right on the phone. So when he ended up releasing the the document and the and the uh, transcript of the phone call, he could be like, "Fuck you, right here, I said it. Go sit on a fucking tack somewhere. Here's my legal right to do it. Oh wait, it was signed by a Democrat president. Eat shit." But then, no, then they say to assist him in a re-election campaign by damaging Democratic rivals. This would have no weight or wa- no weight in the water if it wasn't Joe Biden. 
And he's not trying to damage Joe Biden by by going, hey, Joe, uh, yeah, uh, so uh, we're going to we're going to get you out of the race by uh, releasing that your son uh, had an investigation on him in uh, in the Ukraine because he uh, was uh, a member of a oil and gas company with no prior experience. But, you know, he was getting money through his through his, uh, you know, consulting firm back in Washington or New York or wherever the fuck it is. No, he's not. Joe Biden, if Joe Biden gets out of the race, Joe Biden's going to do it to himself. No one needs to help Joe Biden be a fucking idiot. Remember, Joe Biden already admitted to on on video that him and Obama were trying to withhold government dollars with the Ukraine for the removal of a prosecutor investigate possibly investigating his son you want to talk about quid pro quo lots of people don't even know quid pro quo what it stands for it means this for that i'm gonna give you this i expect that donald trump's phone call he goes hey president Zelensky, can you do this that was the end of it he never said, I need you to do this in return, or I'm going to withhold this until you do this. He just said, could you look into this for us? That's it. That's not this for that. That is not quid pro quo. But however, Joe Biden sits there and goes, uh, yeah, we're going to uh, withhold $1.6 or $1.2 billion or what, $1 billion or whatever the fuck it was. We're going to withhold $1 billion. And the only way you're going to get that government aid from the United States is if you fire that prosecutor. And by golly, they fired the prosecutor and they released the money. That is this for that. That is corruption at the highest level. And the fact that Obama knew about it because he, again, released it on videotape saying, yeah, uh, uh, we got six hours. If you don't uh, if you don't believe us, call Obama. He knows. He knows. Call Obama. So this whole first article is bullshit. Charges him with abuse of power for pressuring Ukraine to assist him in his re-election campaign by damaging Democratic rivals. That is crap. Second article charges him with obstruction of Congress for blocking testimony and refusing to provide documents in response to House subpoenas in the impeachment inquiry. I'm, I'm curious to wonder if any of you have heard of presidential privilege or executive privilege. Um, when the founders made this great nation they did it in such a fashion that there are three co-equal branches of government now i gotta go into a civics lesson here and madam speaker if you're listening which i know you're not because the only thing you listen to is is you know the frog in your ass that you use as your brain here's a little civics lesson there's the executive branch, which is the presidency. There's the congressional branch, which is Congress or the legislative branch. And then there's the judicial branch, which is the Supreme Court. There's, there's a reason as to why they have this and they establish these three co-equal, co-equal, 
equal. Not one supersedes the other. Co-equal branches of government. So, Madam Speaker, when your House Judiciary Committee or your House Intelligence Committee or whatever committee that you have Nadler or Dipschiff on goes and says, yep, um, there, uh, we, we went over to the White House and we said, you have to give us this. No, no, they don't. There is nothing in the law that says if you ask, they have to do anything. There is executive privilege. There are things that the executive branch, the presidential you know, cabinet administration does not have to share with the Congress. And the Congress, no matter how much they don't like it, can't sit there and go, oh, boo-hoo, he's not sharing his toy with us, and we're mad, so we're going to impeach you over it? Come on, be real. So no, here's what you do, Madam Speaker. You go, okay, um, judicial branch. Hey, you're this third co-equal branch of government. Here's what we want. Here's why we want it. Rule that... He, the executive branch, must give it to us. And then guess what? The Supreme Court hears it, sees it, rules on it, and either tells the executive branch, yes, you must fork this stuff over, or no, executive privilege covers this, and you don't have to do a damn thing. And Nancy Pelosi can, again, go sit on attack. But she didn't do that. She just said, oh, there's no time. There's no time. We we must impeach him. There's no time. We've been working on it for three years. Three years, but there's no time. We have to do it before the end of 2018. Why? I will get into that in a little bit. There is a reason why they wanted him impeached prior to the holiday of you know the end of the year holiday between 2019 and 2018 i'm sorry i if i just got all the dates wrong i i don't know why they impeached him december 18th of 2019 i don't know if i said 2018 but that, that matter of fact it doesn't matter we all know that he was impeached last december so so now we sit there and we have to deal with these two goddamn articles cool but then, Madam Speaker Pelosi, you voted on them. But yet, you didn't send them. Remember, the vote was pretty much all entirely against, uh, along party lines. The House voted 230 members to 197 members to charge Trump with the abuse of power and 229 to 198 to charge him with the obstruction. Two Democrats voted against both articles of impeachment. And one independent voted to uh, go along with impeachment. Tulsi Gabbard of Hawaii was the only one 
who voted president or present, not president, present for both articles. No Democrat, except for those two, voted no, and no Republican voted yes. And you're going to tell me that this isn't a political, solely, 100% a political move. This is the Democrats don't like Trump and absolutely refuse to allow him to win in 2016 and be the president that we, the people, duly elected. They don't like it. They have been tearing everything for the last three years, clawing at everything that they had to somehow get impeachment rammed down our throats. They tried with the Ukraine. They tried with the Russian collusion. They tried with the dossier. They tried with Stormy Daniels. They tried with Avenatti. They will, even now, if she doesn't send it up and it gets, um, I'm going to, never mind. I'm going to get into that uh, later. Let's take a 20 second timeout and then we'll return. Okay, welcome back. So with with this whole uh article uh that I was I was going off of at the at the beginning, which is why this has made me so hot. This is this is a coming straight out of the news banks uh this morning. And uh like I said, it's it's a uh a Brooks Sigman uh article on Fox News. Pelosi House will move to transmit impeach articles next week. Uh it goes on to say House Speaker Nancy Pelosi announced Friday that she will take steps take steps next week to send articles uh impeachment articles to send after delaying the process since last month in a bid to exact favorable terms in the trial. Now that's the first thing that I want to I want to go over. She's thinking that she's in charge of the yes madam speaker you are third in line if the president and the vice president you know are not able to to run this country you are third in line of this country but there is damn sure no no anything that says you are in control of the legislative branch you have no powers under the constitution to dictate what mitch mcconnell in the senate does co-equal branches of government co-equal legislative houses you have no bearing to sit there and go well uh i don't like what mitch mcconnell's gonna do in the senate it's gonna be unfair oh yeah dipshift sitting in a bunker not allowing republicans not allowing certain testimony lying under oath in his statement in you know uh is going oh well that's just what i interpreted him to say but that's not actually what he said oops you caught me this guy's a moron 
If anything, he should be sitting there going, yep, I resign because I'm an ignoramus, I'm a moron, I'm a dipshit, I've lied to the American people, I'm a congenital liar and a shitbag. Nancy Pelosi, you should worry about mopping up San Francisco of all the drug needles and homelessness instead of worrying about Trump. But no, you don't care. You've been in Congress since the 80s. And you know what? You were blaming Reagan for our issues then. And now you're blaming Trump for our issues now. Who's the only one that hasn't changed? You. This goes on to say, Nancy Pelosi, I have asked Judicial Committee Chairman Jerry Nadler, who, side note, hates absolutely hates Donald Trump for being for their own issues uh, when Nadler was a councilman in New York City uh, to be prepared to bring the floor next week a resolution to appoint managers which are pretty much just um, the people who are going to prosecute uh, for the articles in the uh, in the Senate trial and transmit articles of impeachment to the Senate. I will be consulting with you at our Tuesday House Democratic Caucus meeting and, on how we will proceed further. Um, she's been getting a shit ton of flack. Diane Feinstein of California in the Senate even was like, why aren't you sending these already? Send them. Stop holding them. Send them. You know why she's, she's holding them? Because she's got no weight behind them. There is no proof. And she knows, she knows that if she sends it to the Senate, Mitch McConnell and the rest of the Republicans are going to go, nope, not guilty. He's not removed. Go suck a cock. That's what they're going to do. I was really, you know, and, and, and Trump, or not Trump, but Rush said this afternoon, right in the beginning of his program, right before I started recording this, he said, I will believe that she sends those articles when I actually see her deliver them. He doesn't even believe that she she's gonna. And you know what? I personally, even before Rush said this, didn't really believe that she was ever going to send these. Why? Solely for one reason. And this is what I alluded to in the beginning of the program. I do not believe that I do not believe that Nancy Pelosi wanted anything to do with removing Donald Trump. I think all she wanted to do was sit there and go, he is now impeached. There is an impeach next to his name, you know, replace Donald J. Trump president with Donald J. Trump impeached president. Solely because 2020 is an election year. She had to have it on his record because the Democrats have nothing to run on. They can't run on a booming economy. They can't run on great health care. They can't run on, you know, education. They can't run on, you know, how tough they're going to be with North Korea and Iran. They can't run on anything except for here's some free shit. We'll give you free shit if you vote for us. They're just full of quid pro quos, right? So they got nothing, literally nothing to run on in 2020. It is a guaranteed, almost guaranteed win for Donald J. Trump to be reelected in November of 2020. So they got nothing. But if they impeach him, 
and he shows up at a um at a debate the democrat can go oh well america are you gonna vote for me the democrat who can't do anything for you or are you gonna vote for donald j trump the man who was impeached for high crimes and misdemeanors but we won't tell you what those are they're just high crimes and misdemeanors he's a bad dude you wouldn't want to you know vote for a man who was impeached would you and that's the only reason that is the only reason that he is now impeached here's here's ultimately what i'm really hoping for okay i i'm really really hoping that um Ultimately, this whole thing will be dismissed. Okay, I I think it has a real uh, ability to be dismissed once it gets into the Senate. Uh, Chief Justice Roberts and Chief Justice Roberts, you know, is is a conservative, but he's a liberal sometimes, but he's a moderate other times. So I mean, he, I don't really think that he's not gonna do the right thing, but at the same point, um. I wonder what he's going to do. Now, for those that still don't understand the whole impeachment removal process. So as Gerard explained way in a previous episode, you, you, you have someone do bad things that you believe are bad, right? And you think that they've done bad things. So you, you investigate and you get all of your paperwork together and you have all of your pre-trial stuff like you would in a murder investigation out in New York City or wherever, right? The the lawyers get all this stuff together. They they get testimony. They get documents. They get all these subpoenas together. And they, they say, okay, you are going to be charged with this. In, in Trump's case, you are being charged with um, ab- abuse of power and obstruction of Congress. Those are his charges. Then those charges are then sent to the Senate where the House appoints um, people who will prosecute on those charges and then the accuser gets to defend themselves. So Trump's uh, lawyers will go into the Senate and defend his position. The Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, Chief Justice Roberts, will be the presiding judge that all of these lawyers will be now presenting to. The Senate themselves, all 100 members, are just jurors. They just listen to the testimony every day for as long as it takes, and at the end, they will vote for removal of office. If they vote no, Trump is still a still a president and he is just impeached. Whoop dee, no big deal. If they somehow get a majority and they vote to remove, then Donald J. Trump would be removed as president. Vice President Pence would then take over. So I don't really understand what they think they're gonna get once they get to the Again, purely politically motivated, 100% non-Republican voted for in the House, Republican-controlled Senate. They're just going to vote no. 
and they have a majority and a stiff majority so it's not like they're going to turn a bunch of people and go yeah well now we removed him even the never trumpers know that it's bad for their career because the american people don't want this overwhelmingly overwhelmingly the American people have given up on impeachment. The last poll I heard was over 55% of the American people have stopped even paying attention to it because they don't give a flying hoot. Because they understand this is purely political. Now, here's the other thing that Nancy Pelosi came out and said today. Um, she came out again today and said that if you dismiss the charges it is an admission of guilt you know he's guilty but you don't want the political pressure on yourself so you're not going to vote for it so you're going to dismiss it but you're telling me he's guilty that's a great play on words i want to know where this woman gets the shit that she takes to make her so senile that she believes these things either she's got some form of diarrhea of the mouth or this woman is clinically nuts this isn't how law works this woman is batshit crazy you can't just sit there and go well if uh if 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 you dismiss it because i didn't give you the articles you're just telling me that he's guilty yeah dream on go back to you know ketamine land and dream up of your stupid democrat unicorns and pink bunnies go to lsd land i'm sure there's enough of it floating around in the syringes and you know laced with the heroin or whatever in your home district why don't you go there and sit there and clean that crap up instead of worrying about impeaching a president over nothing other than you hate his guts so i i will be i i'll be the first to admit i don't think this is going in i completely agree with with uh with russia's uh you know thought process of you know what cool um, I'll believe it when you when you when I see you deliver them I will believe that you actually delivered them because it's true it's it's absolutely true if you believe and you are saying to the American people and you are declaring that a dismissal of the articles in the Senate is an admission of guilt send them so they can dismiss them don't keep holding them because you know they're going to vote against them in a heartbeat and make you look like a fool You've already looked like a fool for years now with this whole, you know, Russian hoax, you know, impeachment conspiracy. Trump made you, Trump backed you into a corner, Nancy, and I know you hate it. You hate the fact that he backed you into a corner. You, bl you blame, I guarantee you, you blame him and you blame hashtag dip Schiff because Adam Schiff also backed you into that corner saying, hey, I've met with this whistleblower. I've talked with this whistleblower. I have coerced this whistleblower into telling us exactly what we need to impeach Trump because Trump is never going to release the transcript of that phone call because no president has ever done that before. We got him madam speaker we got him this time let me go with this whistleblower thing and i will have his head on a platter for you 
And then two days later, he releases the transcript, and now she is forced to go, okay, we have to impeach him. You, Adam Schiff, and you, Donald J. Trump, backed her into a corner that she was facing the lions, and they were hungry, and she couldn't get away from them. Good job, Trump. And you know what? I'll even give you a good job, hashtag dipshiff, because your stupidity backed her into that corner. Because again, you underestimated the absolute awesomeness that Trump is running circles around Washington and you dumb elite bastards that think that you run this country. Guys, for today, I'm going to leave it there. Please, like I said, help support this network, help support this podcast, help it grow, share, subscribe on each of the podcast networks that you utilize, find us on all of our different platforms. If you have the ability to give us a monthly donation, head over to anchor.fm slash simple answers podcast, click on the support this podcast tab and just whatever you can, you can give if you're financially uh, and fiscally, you know, stable enough to be able to give us a monthly donation please it will help to support the the equipment purchases that we need to have uh on this podcast to continue to uh elevate our our productivity and our um uh just the 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 level of professionalism that that we want this show to continue to be um Next week, I think we're going to go into Iran. I know that, and next week, when I launch an Iranian episode, whichever day it might be, because I don't know exactly for sure when Gerard and I will be in the bunker together, guys, it is going to be a knuckle buster. It is going to be a lot of yelling, because for one time, Gerard and I completely disagree with Iran. Preview. Gerard believes that we should go in and we should, you know, bomb them to to pieces. I'm taking more of the libertarian stand of I just want out of all of these foreign engagements. So it will be a very interesting uh, back and forth on how we disagree and our points of view going forward with the Iran uh, Iran uh, foreign policy that uh, that Trump is is taking. Uh, guys, till next time. I hope you have a great weekend. Stay happy, stay healthy. Most importantly, stay strong.